I'd love to have a chance for any uh, questions uh, from the first session which we didn't have time for at the end. Maybe things that came up in your groups. If there aren't, I'll assume you're all really happy, but uh, a moment for anyone who ask any questions. Yes? Is there a difference between recreation and renewal? What an excellent question. Uh, so my first point was the spirit who recreates us from John 3, and then my second point was about the renewal of us. Um, uh, y- y- yes and no, <laughs> I think is the answer off the top of my head. Um, yes, there is a difference in that uh, by recreation, I was talking about that, that new life in, by which we come into the kingdom of God. Uh, and so you are, you are born again or you're not. You, uh, 2 Corinthians 5.17 If you're in Christ, you are a new creation. So it's a, there's a step function thing there. You're now different. You, are, you have been recreated. So you now have this new life to live with God. The relationship that wasn't there is now there. Uh, the Spirit is in you and there's a whole new life to live. That was the point of the recreation. The renewal then is different in that it is, um, uh, it is not that step function, it's an ongoing process. But clearly it's intimately related in that the renewal is the living out of that new life, the growth in that new life, learning now to walk by the Spirit who has recreated you and given you knowledge of God and desire for God and so on. So it's like the starting point and then the outworking of it. That help? Great. Other? Daniel. <laughs> Not Duncan. Yeah, go. Yes. What's that? Yeah, yeah what, what does that look like? Yeah, okay. No, so, so, so I was conscious that I kind of gave you a heading there and didn't really flesh that out. Um, and I do mean what I've said about um, that book, You Can Change. I think it's helpful in trying to do some of that much more fully. Um, I think the, the, the point I was trying to make is that the Spirit doesn't simply say, you know, don't commit sexual morality, be pure. And gives us a pointer, and then I go, oh, okay, I'll try and walk that path then and try and do it all myself. Rather, the Spirit renews us such that I could see that sexual morality is wrong. And actually, there's, while, while sin will always remain attractive, there's a sense in which I can now say, I don't want to do that, I hate evil. And I want to do what is right and good. And I can now see through the renewing of my mind that God's plans for, say, sex and marriage in this case, are a wonderful and a beautiful thing. So now actually, I, rather than just knowing I shouldn't do this, I should do that, I'm actually starting to think differently and prefer God's way. So I, I, can, I, I can now fight sexual morality by saying, Purity and faithfulness in my marriage to my wife is a wonderful thing and a beautiful thing. And if I don't have that, that kind of change of desire, 
to then say, I want to live this way, then I think it's always something kind of slightly constrained on me and forced on me. We must say sin will always remain attractive. So it's not that I think I ever walk, breeze through life just going, well, I just choose God's way naturally every day. That's heaven. But that has to be the work of the Spirit in making me actually change what I desire and what I want through that renewing of the mind. Um, Otherwise, I think it's outward conformity that we're talking about. Does that help? A little bit? (laughs) A tiny bit. ramp up to sin rather than just <laughs> jump up to it. Well, I know exactly what you mean. Again, I'm imagining, you know, we're all sinners. We all know that sort of experience. Um, I think, I think um, the, the, the issue is, is that there are, there are reasons and desires and thoughts and mindsets behind our sin. So, in some it might seem obvious, like I like gossip because it makes me feel like I'm on the inside and these sorts of issues. Um, and actually I need to think, I need to put those aside and actually love the idea of faithfulness and trustworthiness and friendship and that so on. With anger, it can might feel like it's like that, but there are reasons behind it. I want to be in control. I don't like the disrespect of my children, say, in this instance. And they're, they're, they're making me feel weak in this situation. And so I, that's why I snap back. So part of it is, aside from the moment of anger, is thinking through what, is, what mindset is it there that's resulting in this? Um, and then working on my thinking and my desires and what, the Spirit, what would the Spirit want me to think and do in that setting? What's he calling me to there? But the other thing is, is just to recognise that these things are they are more in our control than we think. So, think of a situation where I, you know, this is now my life, not, I'm not imposing on yours, where the kids are saying so whatever and I'm starting to get a little bit and I'm a, you know, I'm a bit on edge and if someone says one more thing I'm just going to snap. And at that moment, the neighbour walks in the front door. Oh, hi, nice to see you. And at that moment, the child does do the one more thing. Oh, no, quiet, quiet, I'm talking to Bob. <laughs> now, why, why is that? Actually, I'm more in control than I think I am. I'm just so focused on that situation, I'm not willing to listen to anything else. And actually, something from outside stepping in shows that actually I can do it. Now, I still I know what you mean about just... It just kind of happens. But uh, we're, 
we, 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 we can change that. 